This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Ebinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Homebuyer Talk Radio. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about the importance of using a product called ice and water on your roof. I know this is Texas, but it's still called ice and water. We'll get into that. And we're going to learn some important do's and don'ts about trimming your trees. In studio with us today is Carrie Copeland, the president of Patriots Roofing, a company that is unapologetically American. Carrie, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back, Mark. Always a pleasure, man. I like mm-hmm. when you, I see when you pull up in your truck, man, that red, white, and blue just pops. Yes, sir. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Also in studio with us today is Nadia Mullins, the owner of DNS Landscaping. Nadia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So before we came on, Nadia, real quick. So you, you told me that the naming of your business, there's a significance there. So what is the significance of the name? The name of my kids, the DNS, Dora, Nadia, and Sandy. I love it. A quick reminder for our listeners that you can catch our podcast and watch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. Also on our website is a list of recurring guest businesses on our show, which it helps a lot if you are hearing the show or you're watching it and you like you miss something. Like I didn't quite catch how to get a hold of, of Nadia or Carrie. Then um, visit our website for links from there. This show reaches thousands of listeners each month on KTSA here in the greater San Antonio area and reaches over 30,000 a month on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So our social media reach is pretty vast because we videotape the show. Video clips are doing extremely well. In May, we had just over 25,000 video views on YouTube and roughly 22,000 video views on, on Facebook and Instagram. So if you're a small business owner that services homeowners, buyers, and sellers in the greater San Antonio area and you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit homebuyertalkradio.com and click on the link to apply. All right, so first up on the show is Carrie Copeland, the president of Patriots Roofing. So, Carrie, I'm excited to talk about this. You've mentioned it before, this this product called Ice and Water. And roofing is just, I mean, it's not one of those things we think about day to day, right? Yes. It's just, it's our roof, and we don't really fully appreciate the value of it is until it's compromised in some way. So you had mentioned this product called Ice and Water, and so I started doing a little bit of research on it because I wanted to kind of learn about it. So can you just tell us what is this product, Ice and Water, that you're talking about? It is a synthetic membrane, and it is, it's a self-adhering membrane as well. So it is, it's, one side is adhesive, and then the other side is actually it's got a, a reflective part to it, which makes working easier. But the purpose of it is uh, is to protect all the vulnerable positions on your roof. And the reason that it's referred to as ice and water, a lot of what you'll read about it, it's phenomenal for South Texas. It's phenomenal for Southern states. But its original design was to try to stop water uh, intrusion from ice damming up north. So what if the ventilation's not right? We discussed this previous. You know, it'll melt up high, and then it'll come down, freeze again, and yes. that's called cause ice dam and causes water not to be able to uh, – to disperse so that's what it was designed for but it's just a phenomenal product that goes on to directly onto your decking and it protects all the vulnerable areas of your roof so let's talk about that so okay. um the the edge of the roof is one of those vulnerable areas correct it's like where the water is getting closer so it goes from the part that's over the living space to the part that's not living space and then obviously sheds off onto the ground. Yes, sir. So that's a vulnerable area. Why is that a vulnerable area? Well, it's really only a vulnerable area uh, in the event of an ice dam, which we don't have the, that problem down here. 
the way that you mitigate those areas otherwise is make sure you have the proper drip edge, have the proper overhang of the shingle over the drip edge. The drip edge in that scenario, that's what protects you from the wind-driven rain, things like that. But if you do have ice and water down there, then if you were to have a leak somewhere in there and it were able to get past the shingles, past the other underlayment, and down to the ice and water barrier, it's not going anywhere else. It's still going to disperse down. It will never touch the, uh, the structural components of your home. Right. So, okay, so that's so the edge pretty much not ma- a main concern here in South Texas because we right. don't really have the icing issues, although every once in a while we do have <laughs> ice issues, and they, they kind of come in. A, it's a surprise in South Texas, sure. right, when we get those. So, but let's talk about other comp- – so what about the valleys? Now, a lot of water running down those valleys, is that a good area for South Texas to use? Yes, sir. It, yeah, ice and water barrier should be applied around in any valleys and around every penetration in that route. Yeah, so I definitely want to get to the penetrations because that to me is a no-brainer for sure. When it comes to the valleys, what's typically used in valleys to help protect the district? Historically, it was metal. Historically, it was metal was used in the valleys. Uh, and, yeah, that's what it's gone to. Ice and water has taken the place of where you would use metal flashing in the valleys. Why? Uh, really, it, it never – so take metal. If you're going to – it has to be nailed. So if you nail it through metal, it's automatically a hole. Should moisture ever get to that in any way, shape, or form, you have the possibility of rusting, uh, things like that, and then water penetrating, getting down to your decking. The whole purpose with ice and water is it does the exact same thing. It's an extra barrier, a flashing barrier in that valley. But whenever your shingles, which are going on top of that, uh, we put six nails per shingle. It's a lot of nails. It's also going through there, and this ice and water membrane self-adheres. Okay. So once that nail goes down in there, that adheres around that nail. and so you It closes up. Yes, sir. So it's a moisture barrier around the nail it as is. well. Yes. So, But ice and water is not used over the entire roof decking, is it? It's, it's, a, it's a smart idea to do that. So, for instance, there's a program called uh, it's, it's the Fortified System. It is a joint system with different insurance companies. And so like in coastal areas, you can get an insurance break. Sometimes there's even grant money that's available for it. So, for instance, if you're in a hurricane-prone area, maybe Rockport or something like that. Sure. And so you have ice and water over your entire roof system, and then you have your synthetic underlayment, and then your you could technically, you could lose every shingle on that roof. Yeah. And your your water intrusion is going to be minimal, minimal. So insurance companies like it because that's extra layer of protection. So even if a strong wind does come through, you know, a Cat 4, Cat 5, it'll get rid of those shingles, could blow those shingles off potentially. But then you still have that ice and water isn't going anywhere. It yeah. is adhered to that roof, uh, to that decking. And it's fantastic here in South Texas where you have metal roots because it's rated up to like 250 degrees right and they have different products right i mean they have different qualities or grades of this ice and water barrier depending on how premium you want to go or how you know entry level you want to go yes sir. so um but what about cost is it why not get to, how much more would it cost to get well per square foot maybe uh, how would you measure that sure it's roughly uh 
doing some quick with, math. With labor, yes, labor and material, it's roughly a $100 a square more. So $10 more a square foot. Okay, a square foot. $10 more a square foot. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, and on a, I guess on a one-story, 2,000-square-foot house, are you talking 2,000? I guess you probably 2,400 square feet of roofing maybe or – because you got a little extra yes, hanging off? They, they come in, so the ice and water comes in a, a roll, and it yeah. covers two squares. That's gotcha. what it covers. So it covers 200 square feet is what a roll of ice and water. Right. I'm just trying to do with the math. I guess multiply $10 times you know 2,400 if that's your square footage of your roof, right? Yes, sir. It's usually a little bit different. Yes, sir. Cool. So um, you guys have been you guys use this over at Patriots, right? Oh, that's all we use. Yes, sir. We don't use... Uh, felt paper. We don't use it. We so you do the we don't roof. use any metal. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, it's it's common. A lot of our uh, we also have a an internal program that uh, we we've branded it the Patriots Defender, and that is one of the main things for Patriots Defender. It's an upgraded uh, roof system, and that's what that's one of the main things we do is we put ice and water over the entire surface it seems like a no-brainer because i mean the asphalt paper i mean i've seen people you just tear it i mean asphalt paper there's not much to it i mean it serves a purpose it helps with water shedding and all that i get that but it's nothing compared to ice and water sure and where you see it mostly if we're doing a re-roof and an old roof's coming off and it had felt paper on there Uh it comes off in pieces chunks yes if it has synthetic uh underlayment under it that came in a rolled it's a rolled product yeah that's how it comes off. It just takes the whole thing off. There's no bits, pieces, anything. So that's the that's the greatest example I can use is because whenever it does come off, the other has deteriorated, and it uh, comes off in very small pieces. Yeah, yeah. That seems like a no-brainer to me. I'm, yes, I'm glad you guys are using that. So, But let's talk about penetrations now. So where your uh, exhaust vents come up through, your chimney, all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, these are areas like uh, roof vents. Yes, sir. Okay, so you guys are using ice and water around that as well. Of course, if you're doing the whole roof, then obviously it would be there. Yes, but but we even go a little bit further with that, which I would always recommend for anyone if they're having something done, whoever their contractor is, have them do this. So we'll take the ice and water and we will, you know, cut out whatever the size of that pipe is or, or whatever the is coming through. Then we will adhere the ice and water directly to the wood decking. Uh-huh. Then you come with your synthetic underlayment, your felt paper, but this one's synthetic, it's not felt paper. And then we will do the same exact thing again. So what we've done is we've tried to to mitigate that twice. Right. To make sure that, you know, we just everything we can to make sure there's not a future leak. Hurts That's... our bottom line and, and, and makes customers extremely angry. So. Heck, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's what, again, roof is one of those things you don't appreciate until something happens, and now you're like, like, now it's drywall, and it's painting, and it's floor, and it's mold, and it's all this other stuff that's going on. Yes, sir. A lot of people will view a roof as, a, as just a commodity like anything else. It's a, it's, it's a poor decision. It's, it really does. It protects all the rest of your investment, and that you should uh, put a lot of time and effort into exactly what you want. Uh, protecting the rest of your property. So I know we're getting close to wrapping up the segment, but I had a quick question about the, so the asphalt that's on the shingles, what is the main purpose of asphalt on the shingles? Is it so roofers can walk around safely or does it, what's the purpose? It's it's protection. Uh, That's a a durable product. Uh, So like the reason shingles are 
or uh, manufactured from it. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. So it's durable. It lasts. Uh, and now you have to have the right mixture to get that, but it but it protects uh, the the house. It so protects the product to, that keeps the water from entering the house, right? Is it, yes, so sir. it's a protection of the waterproofing? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a asphalt's a durable, durable product. Yeah, for like sun and cold, it, anything. anything. Yes, sir. That's why they use it in the, you know, the roads that we drive on. Yeah, right, right. Yes, sir. All right, Carrie. Well, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do? How do they do that? Uh, my phone number is two one zero two four four three one six five, and our website is www.patriots.patriotsroofing.net. Also, be sure to follow Patriots Roofing on Facebook, where you can catch valuable roofing tips and insight, and catch short clips from the show as well. Those do very, very well. You get, I mean. It's easy to get a thousand views on your video clips. Yes, sir. They're up on social media, so people are getting a lot of value from that. So I appreciate that. All right, so uh, let's talk real quick about some uh, small businesses. This is this show is built around small businesses trying to help them get in front of folks so that they can have an affordable way to promote their business in an authentic way. And uh, by, what I mean by authentic is let's connect the business owner or you know a high level business rep to the audience, right? Connect the information. Hey, we're expertise. We care about what's going on. We care about customer service and we care about our community um, and connect that with potential customers, which is what radio is super good at. And when, of course, when you combine radio with video, you have a whole different product. Now, the the goal is for businesses to stay top of mind. So like in Carrie's example, when somebody, I may not be ready for a roof today, but when a storm rolls through and I've got some shingles missing or I've got a problem, I'm going to think about, okay, well, I remember hearing such and such and so-and-so. I'm going to reach out. And, it, you know, it's that staying top of mind is super important when it comes to um, advertising. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's one of those things. That <laughs> it's It feels like a drip, maybe a drag on small businesses until it actually produces fruit. And then they're like, okay, I'm glad I was doing that. So let's talk a little bit about radio. So radio is super effective, and it's a respected medium to really connect small businesses and people, and it's a great platform to give valuable insight about your industry like we just did with Kerry, right? I mean, he's providing – I had no idea that this product existed until we had a conversation. Now I understand the value of it and why it's valuable, and I would definitely want to have that on my roof, and it would be a question I would ask any roofer that was going to be doing business uh, on my roof or was going to be installing a product. So that's super important. Um, and so that's showing your expertise and also builds your likability factor because, I mean, you love America, correct? Uh, yes, sir. You, you love, Absolutely. I mean, your colors are red, white, and blue. You love what's going on. And, and you guys, I've actually gone out and uh, done, uh, seen you guys do business. And you guys are very, very connected to your customer and very, very supportive. And you educate them on the process so that they can make intelligent decisions about what you guys are doing and also with insurance. So it's super valuable. And it, again, it shows your expertise and builds your likability factor. Now, when you combine all of that with video and then you have that as something that you can now market forever, it's like this is us on the radio talking about this. And then you go and you market that for on all of your social media platforms. This is some of the value that my company, Krukus Marketing, brings for small business owners. So super valuable. If you're a small business owner out there and you want to you know, learn a little bit more about this process, how you can get on the radio and how you can like you know be a regular contributor to the show 
and um, promote your business in a way that shows your expertise, builds your likability factor, and lets the community know that you actually care about them. I would encourage you to reach out to my company, Krukus Marketing. Um, our rates are super affordable. I promise you as a small business owner, you can definitely afford what we're charging. So if you're ready to take your small business to the next level, level call Krukus and set up a 15-minute demo and learn about how it works. You can call me at 726-216-7100 or visit us online at Krukus.com. That's 726-216-7100 or online at Krukus.com. That's C-R-U-K-U-S.com. Can I add one thing to that? You bet. <clears throat> what, I li- what I really like about, about you and your show and your company is the betting process that you have, you bet everyone before that you even give them the time of day. So what it allows is for your listeners to actually come to you as the trusted person who has already taken all the steps uh, to vet the people that you uh, bring exposure to. So I just wanted everyone to know that, that that's a, it's a very, uh, very trusted platform that you've created. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate that. And, and, and I do. I take care to make sure that we've got good folks coming on there so that when we say, hey, you can trust to call so-and-so to come out and take care of business, you can absolutely do that. Well, speaking of which, Nadia, I found you on the Internet. You're, you're, you guys are highly rated and you're very knowledgeable and you're a lot of fun to talk to <laughs> as well. It's the salt of the earth. I love dealing with small business owners because it's like they care about their business and, and they care about making sure that the customer's informed and um, that we're educated well so we can make good decisions. I've really enjoyed our conversation so far. Thank you. So I was actually, uh, well, quick intro. So Nadia, she's the owner, uh, Nadia Mullins. Uh, she owns a landscaping company. She's been in landscaping for over 20 years. Um, and we, as we said in the start of the show, she named her business after her children, which I think is awesome. So Nadia, official welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to have you here. So I have a couple of trees in my yard that are like, they're, they feel they look a little weathered, and I'm a little concerned, and they hang a little bit over the roof. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I need to look into this. So I started reaching out um, to landscaping companies, and and Nadia, you were the one that I asked to be on the show. So um, obviously, there's a threat when it comes to having big trees that are you know close to the home because there's like falling limbs, uh, dropping foliage onto the oh, roof, right? So mm-hmm. like that that's not good. Uh, trees and then you mentioned animals as well because they'll nest and yes well first of all we have to recognize what type of tree that we have because here in bear county in san antonio we have a wild season a wild fungus is a really threat to our oak trees yes so that's going to be the first thing that we have to do if we have an oak tree red oak elm oak live oak any kind of oak trees, we cannot trim them from February 1st to June 30th. June 30th. Really, when it's active, is between February 15th to June 15th. So we give a week before, two weeks before, and two weeks after. Right. Any other trees, you can trim them anytime. So... Well, that's good to know because what's what's important here is, you know, it's not just the government saying, hey, you can't trim your trees. It's like, hey, we're trying to say this is a danger to the tree, which ultimately leads to a problem for the homeowner, Correct. right? So the homeowner is like, well, what's in it for me? Well, it's, you don't want your tree to die on you and then fall on your house or because trees add value to our property. 
So it's not just a rule. There's an actual reason behind that. Yes, and it's an insect that comes and um, attacks the trees and put them under stress. And it could kill an, a mature tree in six months. Oh, really? Yes. Is as soon as they get hit by the by the fungus, is is an immediate threat. Um, How big of a problem is that in in San Antonio oh, area? Oh, big problem. Really? We are seeing subdivisions that so they're getting. Uh, Castle Hills is one that got pretty hit, pretty good, and it's killing the trees in a massive way. Okay. So it's about protecting the value, protecting also. Um, as soon as one of those trees get infected, it is transmitted to another trees. So let's be clear on it. So it's it's a fungus. It's a fungus. It's not an insect. It's an insect that transmits a fungus to oak wilts. Okay, so it's the fungus is the problem. The insect oh, is the transmission the, method oh, by which it happens. What's the insect that's doing that? Well, are we did any insect? Or? In, no, it's, it's, it's any it's a it's a variety that comes and it reproduces in our area, uh-huh. and so they are eating and uh, off the tree. Yeah. And they're creating that fungus. They stay for too long in the tree. Okay. So, so and we'll talk about the, the, the paint part of it. Let's get get into why trim in the first place. So, obviously, there's reasons why people might want to trim their trees around their home. Can you give us some ideas? Well, it, because it reduces the stress of the, the weight of the tree, uh, when the tree is too much, you don't trim it very often, the tree starts breaking, and that is what is called stress fractures. We don't notice it on the first storm, but maybe on the second one, that stress fracture comes in in your car, your roof. That will be the perfect example <laughs> um, that we see a lot of breakage. Uh, you can do an emergency uh, cuttings when um, on the oak wheel season too. The emergency cuttings, uh, the only thing that we recommend is to trim the, the treat the cut and seal it as soon as possible. No more than 30 minutes. Okay, but you're not going to go to jail for that, right? I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> is there a penalty for cutting your tree? I mean, is it like a city ordinance thing? or? Yes, you... there there is. Okay. Um, it's not as effective because there's, we don't have a lot of inspectors, but right. we it's about educating and loving the trees. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and ultimately, again, it comes down to home value. I mean, as a homeowner, we don't want our trees getting infected. Okay. I, I know my wife got on me big time when I'm cutting my trees and stuff. She's like, well, we need to make sure and paint them. And she checks to make sure it's the right <laughs> season and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. But no, I appreciate that a lot more now. So obviously, okay, so reason to trim the tree is uh, the stress tell me about cutting the tree as well. So, or cutting the limb. You mentioned about cutting it about two inches out on your first cut. And we're talking about decent sized limbs, right? Correct. Okay, so why would you cut it two inches out away from the trunk first? It's just to prevent um, scraping the trunk. Because you're leaving a big, uh, a bigger wound, a big injury. So leaving the two inches away from the trunk, it gives the weight off. And then after you bring your limb down, then you can cut those two inches off and seal it right away. So what we're talking about is like if the, if you cut it too too close and the weight of that starts to tear it before you complete your cut, it can actually strip away or cause stress or damage Correct. to the trunk of the tree. And that's what we're trying to avoid. Correct. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes, per- when you said that, I was like, oh, that is awesome. That is a great tip. And the second reason is all the creatures that we have, you know, uh, raccoons, mice, um, all of those, they go to the top of your house and they nest and they start damaging the roof 
again. <laughs> so we want to prevent a little bit of that. Yeah, one of my contributors, uh, Paul, he's a handyman. He sent me some pictures of they did a duct cleaning, uh, dr dryer vent cleaning, right? And it was a bird nest that had settled in there, just like you're talking about. It wasn't a raccoon or whatever. But still, animals are looking for a place where they can nest safely. Right. So that, that's a good point as well. Um, so what about when it comes to power lines? So what are some, like, like some overall tips? Um, call 311. That's the best and the safest way. We want to make sure that everybody's safe. Most of the homeowners think, oh, that's not a live line. And we, we recommend going that route first. 311, uh, they will come and check. And if they, they allow the customer uh, or they um, said that that's not a live line, then they can call a company and we can come and cut it. But that's the first route to go. Now, does the city actually take care of some of those yes. trees themselves? So yes. the consumer might, or the, the homeowner might save money by calling them first. Correct. When it's a power line and, and they notice that it's a big dangerous for even the, the companies, they will do it. They will take care of it. Yeah, so I like that. You can save money in every turn, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about wound paint. So what is it? And Very important. Uh, most of the customers do not please use cement, concrete, uh, paint. Uh, that's very important because it reduces the way of the tree will heal the wound. We want to use a product that is safe for the tree. Uh, Home Depot Lowe's, they have a tree care paint. It's safer, allow the tree to breathe and to heal by itself. So wound paint, it's, it's actually designed to allow that wound to breathe? Correct. Okay, and then it keeps out the insects and fungus and, the fungus, and other things correct. as well? Yes. Okay, and is it always black or can it be different colors? Or Well, no, it cannot be different colors. That means that you're using the wrong paint. Okay, so it has to be black. <laughs> it has to be black. Why? It's, it's brown. Actually, it's a brown color also okay. because it's treated to fungus. So that's a, it's, it's a special. There's only one brand that oh, you really? can go. Yes. I don't think I like that. I like competition. I don't know why there's one brand doing that. <laughs> so. No, that's only one color. That way we know that you're doing the right thing. <laughs> Carrie, I think that there should be a red, white, and blue uh, alternative. <laughs> what do you think? I agree. I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Nadia. So if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? At dnslandscaping.net. Our phone number is 210 and you guys do other services as well, like landscaping, xeriscaping, yes. and some drainage yes. installation as well, right? Yes. So if you need help with any of those things, make sure you give Nadia a call. All right, as we wrap up the show, quick reminder to check out our latest podcast and catch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. It's going to be it for us. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one.